Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Hello, hello. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. Today, we've got an episode all about anxious attachment and what are the growth areas for the person who struggles with an anxious attachment style. This is an episode that I needed to hear in my 20s. Uh, Absolutely. I would go between disorganized attachment style where I had both anxious and avoidant and then also heavily anxious depending on what season of growth I was in and what I was experiencing and who I was dating. Um, so I know all these things we're going to cover today are going to be very helpful to you if you've experienced any anxious attachment strategies in your life. I want to do a quick announcement of gratitude. Okay. I'm going to get emotional if I think about this too much, but 4 million downloads on this podcast. And when it started in 2020, February of 2020, um, I remember saying, okay, I'm just going to do it for a year. If nobody listens to this, we'll just stop it after a year, but I'll just keep going for a year. And wow, the way this show has grown and just the people who message me, the messages I get on Instagram, the emails, the people who let me know how much this show has changed their lives. This is just beyond my wildest dreams of what was possible. So all this month, I am just filled with gratitude and love for this community and for the opportunity to share my gift with the world of helping people heal helping people transform into the securely attached version of themselves, something that took me far too long to do, but something that I've been able to do in my own life and it's changed everything for me. So I'm incredibly grateful to be giving back this month to this community. We've got some amazing episodes coming out on the podcast. I do have a special announcement towards the end of the month. I'm going to have a really cool announcement. Um, and in case you haven't heard, this is the triple four Black Friday offer this month for the Empowered Secure Love program. And what it is, is to celebrate 4 million downloads we're offering $400 off of the investment of the program. That's a once once a year discount. We don't do that ever. Um, so the $400 off is a gift of the investment. And also right now you can get four gifts from myself that are hand selected by me. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm actually wearing one of the gifts that we're giving out. It is a custom 
boundaries are hot hat, which I'm so excited about. And I think it's cute. I actually went with a little darker color for the final, but it's like a um, tan khaki beige feel. So, you know, you can wear it through fall and it's just one of those colors that'll go with anything. Um, and it says boundaries are hot. And then you also get this incredible bracelet that says I am enough. That is a affirmation that has literally changed my life. And I know it's changed the life of millions and millions of people. When you can see that affirmation all day long on your wrist, that's actually very helpful. So an I am enough bracelet. And then also a custom Dr. Morgan coaching journal. So this journal is branded and it says, I am empowered. I am secure. I am loved. I'll be showing images of those on Instagram so you can see what they look like. Um, but just really fun hand selected gifts from me. And then you also, also will get access to the boundaries audio course, which is valued at. 397 and you get that completely free. It's an audio course designed to walk you through everything you need to know about setting and maintaining boundaries. So it's all the inner work and then it's also the logistics how to, and you get that at no additional cost this month. It's part of our gift to you, one of the four gifts. So you get the hat, you get the journal, the bracelet, and the boundaries audio course this month only. This is our triple four Black Friday offer that's lasting all of November. So I'm so excited for you. If you've been on the fence, if you've been listening to the show and you know, okay, I need to do the work. I need to become securely attached so that I can attract the kind of relationship I deserve this is the time. Don't wait. You can use the code Black Friday. All right. That's the code. And you simply apply to the program using the link in the show notes or the link in my Instagram bio. Let's dive into today's content. This is exciting. We're going to talk about the lessons needed for my anxiously attached folks. Um, and I just want to remind everyone that, you know, I wasn't always securely attached. I remember what it feels like to experience disorganized attachment style, anxious attachment style. I would say I had seasons in my life where I was primarily anxiously attached and seasons where it looked more like disorganized attachment for me. Um, but I remember, and I know how exhausting it is. So I just want to give you a big hug if you're going through that. Maybe you're feeling like, man, I am never going to have a healthy relationship. There's something wrong with me. My picker is broken. I'm attracted to the wrong people. I can't relax in a relationship. A lot of anxiously attached people, they will focus so, so much on getting into a relationship and they're freaked out in the early stages and it takes all their energy and they are exhausting themselves. They feel like they're, they're like sprinting on the treadmill of a relationship and they are just so emotionally drained that usually by the three month mark, they'll even get to this place where they're like, this is more work than it is worth. This is way too much work. So you go from really um, 
just idolizing the relationship, putting it on a pedestal. And then pretty soon you're just exhausted and you don't even want to be in the relationship anymore. So I also, yeah, I just, I wanted to just take a moment and give you so much compassion. And I want to say this episode is going to be helpful to you because we're going to talk about exactly what your growth areas are as an anxiously attached person. Okay. Number one, learn how to self-soothe. So this one's so important and it starts with learning how to tune inwards. So a lot of times with anxious attachment, you're so externally focused. You're focused on everyone else because you want to people please. You want to make sure that everyone else is taken care of because there's a deep fear of abandonment there. So if I can just make sure everyone else is, is happy and content uh, and I just cut myself off from my inner experience and focus on others, then everything will be okay. So we have to break that. One of the major growth areas is learning how to tune inwards and then learning how to self-soothe. So with anxious attachment, I could get really nerdy, but essentially if we look at early child experiences with their caregivers, the anxiously attached person didn't get the nurturing, didn't get the response. So if you imagine the baby crying, okay, and then the parent does not come and does not offer reassurance and doesn't offer support, and then the baby learns if I just keep crying more and more and more, then maybe the parent will come. And what happens is if the parent does come, then it's reinforced of, I just need to express myself more and more and more. And then I can have somebody who will soothe me, right? So there's this relationship to distress of if I keep upping it, then it'll be rewarded and then I'll get, I'll be able to be soothed. And what this does is it disempowers the individual from learning how to soothe themselves, right? Because when distress happens, you become so emotionally dysregulated and unable to soothe that the only way that you can be soothed is from someone else. So this looks like adults who are not able to emotionally regulate themselves Adults who every time they have to make a decision, even if it's a small decision, they're going to their friend groups, they're going to their family, and they're really just outsourced their soothing and their decision making. Okay. So that's why for number one, the anxious attachment growth that is needed is learning how to tune inwards, learning how to self-soothe. Okay. Moving on. Number two, you have to notice your self-talk. Anxiously attached people are notorious for having really low self-worth and a lot of self-critical and devaluing thoughts, especially putting themselves below others. So placing other people on a pedestal. So thinking that other people are better than you. And of course this shows up in your dating life. You're placing your partner on a pedestal, devaluing yourself right? So we have to notice the self-talk and intervene. 
you want to be really working on the beliefs about yourself of, okay, what do I actually believe about myself? Right. And for the dating mindset piece of the anxiously attached person, you need to start rewiring helpful beliefs where you're saying things like, I am beautiful inside and out. I am so worthy of an incredible relationship. I am a high value partner and I am attracting high value partners to me, right? We want to really work on that mindset. And one of the ways you do this is through self-compassion. You hear me talk about self-compassion a lot on the show, and it's such a wonderful skill of being able to realign with a securely attached, high self-worth version of you. When you're noticing those critical thoughts, you can use self-compassion to then realign with a securely attached version of you. All right. Number three, this is something every anxiously attached person needs and it's something they really, really struggle with. And that is assertive communication and expressing needs directly. In, in insecure attachment styles, whether you're avoidant, anxious, or disorganized with an insecure style, you're so much more likely to run into people who have passive aggressive communication. And let me tell you, when I've, I've really worked on myself, I've spent a lot of time in secure attachment. I'm pretty good about assertive communication. And when I see passive aggressive communication play out, oh, it really bothers me. And it, guess what? It's a lot of people in our lives, right? Where they don't express a need directly. They are afraid to express what they want. And then later on, they're aggressive or they're complaining. And it's like, hey, if you would just express it directly and upfront, you would avoid so much. Um, so I know a lot of you can relate to that frustration, whether it's yourself and you're the one who's being passive aggressive, or if it's other people in your life, it never feels good, right? Like passive aggressive just doesn't feel good. Um, and my anxiously attached folks, a lot of them are just passive, but what happens is then if you just communicate passively, you're never getting what you want in relationships. And even more importantly, you're never attracting the people who are meant for you. If you're not showing up fully yourself and communicating assertively, you're not bringing in the people who are meant to be in your life. If you're just passive, right? You're a chameleon. You're adapting to all the people around you. Then everybody likes you. Everybody likes you and your calendar's full and you're everybody's go-to therapist and everybody's friend, but you are depleted and you're filled with all this resentment that a lot of times you don't even realize is there, but it comes out eventually. So I don't want that for any of you. <laughs> <laughs> With anxious attachment, you really got to work on assertive communication, really, truly. And I'm laughing because, hey, I've been there. Like that description I just gave, I know what that's like. I know what it's like where, you know, being totally depleted, but everyone loves you and you're have all these relationships that if you ask the other people, they would say, oh, yeah, 
it's a great relationship, but you know, inside, maybe it's not reciprocal or that's not even somebody that you want to spend your time with. So assertive communication helps you get the right people in your life, whether it's work, family, dating, friends, all the relationships, it helps you get the right people in your life. Okay. I got to speed this up a little bit. Moving on to number four, you have to notice your unhelpful thinking patterns with anxious attachment. It's so common that you're going to be catastrophizing. So you're imagining worst case scenarios. You're imagining how the relationship could end. A lot of times you'll have black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking, right? Um, and a lot of mind reading. My anxiously attached people will often try to read the minds of the people in their life, including their partners. And what's a very helpful skill for anxiously attached folks is learning reality testing. If you go back in the podcast, you'll see I have a whole episode on reality testing and it walks you through what it is and how to do it. But basically, you're asking yourself, okay, what is the reality of this situation? I know the story I'm telling myself, but what is the reality? What's the data? What are the actual facts about this situation? That's really, really helpful to get good at that when you have anxious attachment. All right, moving right along. Number five, this is a big one. With anxious attachment, you must develop self-care routines that include non-negotiables, okay? So things that you will do for yourself, things that fill you up, that give you energy, that add value to your life, that care for you and your well-being, you have to develop those routines and they have to become non-negotiables. I talk about this a lot on the show. Um, and I think it's, it's been a minute though, since I've really talked about it. And I'll tell you this, what I find incredibly helpful is developing times in my day or times in my week that are dedicated to self-care that are non-negotiable times. And then it does depend on the season that I'm in as to what the self-care looks like. So I'll have a season where, oh man, I really need to go to yoga, which is currently for me, y'all. I'm so tight. My hips are so tight. I sit so much during the day. I'm sure a lot of you relate to this and I really need yoga. So that's one of the things that fills up my self-care time slot. And the time slot is the non-negotiable. Like these are the times that I take care of me and I will fill the time slot with what it is that I'm needing. Now, the second important part here of this one is that you maintain these non-negotiables regardless of your relationship status. So dating somebody new, in a long-term relationship, getting married, whatever, you maintain these self-care routines regardless of your relationship status. They become non-negotiables, right? So that's a really important piece because with anxious attachment, it can be very common 
to just be tuned into the other person. You guys have heard me talk about this before where, you know, if you're dating someone and hey, that person's really into fly fishing or they're really into archery or um, Marvel movies, my goodness, um, think of any random thing. And then let's say you jump on board with that and all of a sudden you find yourself watching all these Marvel movies and going to Comic-Con and then you realize, oh my gosh, I gave up the meaningful things that I need, right? This can happen to anxiously attached people because you're so focused on not being abandoned that your brain says, okay, if I can just become like this person, if I can merge with this person, right? It's that predisposition to codependency, which I'll talk about, but you're, you can so easily throw your non-negotiables out the window when you're in a relationship and you have to intentionally not do that when you're anxiously attached. And it's a really great practice in setting boundaries and using assertive communication, right? And valuing yourself, but you have to maintain your self-care routines, regardless of your relationship status. All right, moving on here. I believe this is number six. Practice maintaining and setting boundaries, setting and maintaining boundaries. So for the anxiously attached person, they really struggle with boundaries because they will tell themselves the story if I set this boundary, this person's not going to like me anymore, or this person's going to leave me. I hear this all the time from women when it comes to when to have sex in a relationship. They'll tell me that the story they're telling themselves is that if I don't sleep with this person, then they're going to lose interest and they're going to abandon me, right? I want to gently challenge you that as you're becoming securely attached and you're no longer anxiously attached, your biggest growth area is tuning in, knowing what your boundaries are and knowing that, hey, when I set them and I maintain them, that means I, once again, I'm bringing the right people into my life. The right people are going to hear and honor your boundaries. End of story. Oh, I love I have this hat on. Boundaries are hot, okay? <laughs> Anxiously attached people, you need to know boundaries are hot. You make yourself more attractive to your partner when you can set and maintain boundaries. Okay, moving on. Number seven, this is a big one for anxiously attached folks, inner child work is huge. I mean, also avoidantly attached, but the goal with anxious attachment is that you are learning to internalize a parent figure that is attuned, that is tuned into your needs, who is responsive, right? You're learning how to show up for yourself as the parent that you needed, right? So learning how to offer yourself support, compassion, validation, learning how to offer reassurance when needed. And once you get good at this, all of a sudden that healthy, securely attached, ideal parent figure 
that becomes your natural response to distress. Instead of, remember what I talked about in the beginning, instead of that, oh my gosh, I need someone to soothe me. I need somebody to hear me. I need somebody else to validate this and to help me calm my emotions, right? Where you're very disempowered from that state. When you start to internalize a healthy parent figure, you can show up that way for yourself and you can learn to move yourself to an emotionally regulated, securely attached place. Okay. So inner child healing, really important for my anxiously attached folks. And then my bonus one, bonus number eight, here we go. Realizing that you have a predisposition for codependence. This goes along with pretty much everything I said, um, but realizing that, wow, I'm very susceptible to merging with my partner. And because of that, I need to work on how do I become securely attached and how do I develop interdependence where yes, I'm depending on a partner, but I'm also depending on myself. And there's so many ways that you can do this. Um, obviously there's the behavior piece. What does it look like in your schedule? Are you spending time with yourself? Are you maintaining your self-care like we talked about? Are you spending time with friends? Are you doing things that fill you up that don't involve your partner, right? So there's the behavior piece for interdependence. There's the emotional piece. Can you regulate your own emotions and also go to a partner? But I think it's a very important growth edge for the anxiously attached person to know, wow, I'm going to be compulsively sort of tempted to merge with another person and become this other person. And what I need to do instead is remember my own worth, work on my high self-worth, know my own unique value, my own interests, my ways of thinking, et cetera. And I need to intentionally grow the relationship with myself while building a relationship with another person. Okay. So these were eight lessons. I gave you a bonus one. I was going to give seven, but I gave you a bonus. And I hope that these were so helpful to you. I know that these were exactly the things that I needed to work on in order to become securely attached. And one of the things I want you to realize is that knowing these things is so helpful. And maybe some of you took notes. If you're like me, you're like listening to the podcast and just taking notes as I'm sharing everything here. Um, so maybe some of you took notes. And then if you go, oh my gosh, okay, I know these things and I don't know where to start. Remember, you don't have to do this alone. We have now helped over 500 women inside of the Empowered Secure Love Program. We'd love to help you. So in order to have a proven framework, community, one-on-one -on -one coaching, all the things that you need to really become securely attached, I would encourage you to apply to the Empowered Secure Love Program. You can use the link in the show notes or the link in my Instagram bio. Our November 
spots in the program are filling up so quickly. I just want you to know, I think it's because we have all these amazing gifts right now. And it's also that time of year where people are like, okay, I don't want to go into 2024, the same version of myself. Um, so if that's you and you're ready, apply to the program, but I hope you got a ton out of this episode and I am going to do a version of this for disorganized attachment as well, because that doesn't get talked about enough. So I believe our next episode is going to be all about disorganized attachment and the growth areas for, for that person. And once again, your attachment style is a tool. It's a way to better understand yourself. It's not who you are. And thank God we can change our attachment style because there was a lot of old research that used to say it's set in stone. If, if this is your attachment style, this is what it'll be forever. And it's simply not true. It's been proven with new research. I have seen it in myself. I've seen it in over 400 clients that really, truly anyone can become securely attached. So thank God for that. Your attachment style does not have to stay the same forever. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.